Tech, episode 89. I'm Alex with Spark 3. Hope you're having a phenomenal day. This is the first episode of multiple episodes covering everything going on in this massive week that we used to just commonly dub E3 Week. It's, a, it's kind of in limbo about what this week is called. Is it still called E3 Week? They're, they're saying they're coming back next year. Is it just Summer Game Fest Week? Doesn't matter. However you want to refer to it, this is one of the biggest weeks of the year for gaming, and we're here to talk about it every single day that there's going to be some dope-ass shit. we got the Summer Game Fest episode. we got our episode coming out on Saturday as well, talking about multiple new projects and games or whatever else. got Mario Strikers on the, on the radar for us, the quarry. Three Hopes demo. We got Xbox Bethesda on Sunday we'll be doing. Got Nintendo Direct probably next week, at least from leaks that we've seen. Lots of stuff coming here at GameStatic. One-stop shop for everything involving this, like I said, formally called E3 week. I don't know what to call it anymore. And joining with me to talk about everything. Got both the boys. I got Zach here in studio, John on Discord. Boys, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. I think we should just call it the Jeff Keighley Showcase at this point. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted about that. And we're going to talk about that here today. Because right. this episode is all dedicated to Summer Game Fest. So like uh, like tidbits of news that's popped out this week that I personally want to talk about as well, like, like Sonic Frontiers, for example, that will be on episode 90. That will come out on Saturday. This episode completely dedicated to Summer Game Fest. John, what about you? How are you doing? How are you feeling today? John, I got a haircut. Shout out to John's haircut. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Feeling pretty good about it. I kind of, kind of agree this week has kind of just transformed into... Jeff Keighley does games. That's currently Which, what it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, E3 has said they're planning to make a, a big comeback next year. Digital event, in-person event. Uh, Jeff Keighley also announced, you know, naturally that Summer Game Fest will return next year. And it will also be an in-person event. I think that's the first time ever. Yeah. So, next year, Summer Game Fest and E3 going head-to-head. That's going to be very fascinating to watch. Uh, gonna give our opinions on that here today, as well as everything that just came out of Summer Game Fest, as well as like the, you know, uh, days of days of devs. Is that what it's called? Day of the devs. Day, day of the devs. Um, Devolver Digital stepping up, doing Devolver Digital things. So I'll let Zach talk about that one here in a little bit. Uh, if you could, of course, go check us out our website, Sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. And make sure to go follow us over at Twitter at GameStheticPod. It's a great place to stay up to date with everything gaming news. With that said, boys, let's just go ahead and jump into things, shall we? Uh, so what we'll do is I'll just kind of run through the list of things that was shown off in this Summer Game Fest and then just give our total thoughts of what stood out as well as total thoughts of the show and just kind of go from there. Um, so to kick things off, did have Street Fighter Six gameplay as well as, uh, what's his name, Guile? Guile. Guile, thank you. Uh, some uh, Street Fighter Six gameplay led off the show. You know, we just got this reveal at the State of Play a few days ago. Uh, gameplay seemed... Uh, Seemed like everyone was pretty hyped about it across the internet. Uh, Aliens Dark Descent 2023 release to come into console and PC. But here's the interesting thing. It's an RTS game. Mm-hmm. Very interesting there. I uh, got some gameplay at the Callisto Protocol, which still just looks stupidly brutal. Uh, COD Modern Warfare 2 gameplay. Uh, Flashback 2 coming out this winter. That's a pretty old game, just to randomly get a sequel. Shout out to that. Uh, Witchfire gameplay. That actually looked kind of interesting, not going to lie. Fort Solace reveal, which is starring Roger Clark and Troy Baker. This is Roger Clark's first project since Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, routine. Uh, Rock was on there promoting his shit. Uh, he, he, I thought, you know, leading up to this, I thought The Rock was supposed to, like, 
from from the way it was promoted, he was supposed to talk more about Fortnite, but he just kind of came on. It's like, yeah, I'm the foundation. Here's my energy drink, and here's my movie. It's just like, oh, yep. that, uh, that's expected. But I thought this was more supposed to be on Fortnite, but whatever. Uh, Outriders getting some uh, DLC there. World Slayer that's actually coming out this month on the thirtieth. Stormgate. Uh, the the this is kind of an interesting one here. This is made by I think the company was called Frost Giant. I didn't put the company there, but they are a company made up of uh, ex Blizzard developers uh, who specifically worked on Starcraft. This is a uh, free-to-play RTS game. Uh, they, they flat out said no pay-to-win, no NFTs, nothing like that. It can, it can have co-op, 3v3, etc. Uh, beta is coming next year, so no line inside of when the actual game could come out. We'll see. Uh, High Water coming out this year, adventure strategy game there. Uh, American Arcadia. Uh, Goat Simulator 3. That came out of nowhere. It really did because, like, when I watched this, right, like, I, I was typing up this script as we were going, you know, as I was watching it just so I could go ahead and be ahead whenever I was off work. And I saw goats, and I'm like, all right, whatever, goat simulator. And I put goat simulator 2 because that's what I thought it was. And then it's like goat simulator 3. And, I, and me, just like the rest of the internet, was just like, wait, was there two? Nope. nope. They just pulled a Thanksgiving. That's exactly what they yep. did. As soon as it said Ghost Simulator 3, I went, oh, that's funny. They pulled a Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, got another look at Marvel's Midnight Sun. Definitely going to be chatting about that here in a minute. Uh, Cuphead DLC coming out later this month. Neon White, which has caused a lot of conversation this week because of a Nintendo Direct-related leak. So that's uh, kind of interesting there. Uh, Midnight Fight Express, Warframe Update, uh, Hunkai Star, Ra- uh, Star Rail, uh, Zenless Zone Zero. These are both by the Genshin Impact creators. Both looked pretty interesting. The, uh, the Star Rail one was an open-world like game of some capacity, yes. so that, that, that looked pretty cool there. Uh, got another look at TMNT Shredder's Revenge, which does involve Casey being in the game, as well as six-player mode. And it's coming out next week. Just shout out to that. Uh, got a look at One Piece Odyssey trailer, which also, by the way, did you guys know this was a turn-based game? Yes. yes. I did not know that until Josh told me yesterday, so that's cool. St- still looking forward to it, though. Still want to try it. Because, like, when Josh immediately... Josh was the one that was, like, kind of disappointed in it. And I, even though I haven't played it, John, I actually turned to you. I'm just like... Well, John played Fairy Tale, and he absolutely loved that game, and it was turn-based. Yeah. So I was like, I, I think mean, it could I, be fine. As soon as, as soon as I realized this was a turn-based game, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm down for that because, I mean, it, while some people were probably hoping it would be action-based, it's like, well, turn-based just makes sense in, in some cases. Right, right. Uh, Humankind DLC, shout out to that. Uh, Soul Hackers is getting an English dub. That is still set to come out, I think, uh, August or September. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super People, got to look at that. Metal Hellsinger, uh, a rhythm game that I'm not going to lie, I'm not a rhythm game person, but this actually looked legit because the music was awesome. If the music's awesome, I might be more, like, this This looked really cool I mean, to it's me. all metal because, yes. I mean, before this, it, they actually did a trailer for it, released a trailer like two weeks ago, actually. That's mm. when the first time I saw it. Yeah, it looked uh, really good. I think good. this was announced at Game Awards this past, uh, at this past Game Awards because I remembered seeing it before. Yeah, it might have been. I don't remember that, yeah. but uh, got the launch trailer for the quarry, which of course comes out tomorrow. I uh, got another look at Nightingale, uh, Saints Row Boss Factory demo. You can go give yourself a giant penis and massive tits all in one package. It's wonderful. Uh, then Warhammer, uh, Dark Tide. Shout out to that. Layers of Fear, which I think you said something like they changed the name on it or something already. Well, whenever they posted it, they said it was uh, your fear. Your fears will return is what they had it labeled as. They didn't give an actual name. Okay. So that's what I was okay, just running okay, with for okay. the time being. Yeah, that one uh, 
kind of slap people in the face a little bit because, you know, they saw a blue routine and thought it was going to be a Silent Hill remake because of all the big rumors yep. that popped up. Then we get this instead. I so mean, Layers of Fear is actually really good. I mean, I'm not going to doubt it. I'm not going to doubt that, but definitely slap the internet in the face a little bit. You know how the internet is. Uh, got another look at Gotham Knights, uh, specifically focusing on Nightwing for this look, so that was cool. And then to f- cap off the show was everything Last of Us, which I got to say really was a very lackluster ending because of how much the wind was taken out of their sails with the big leak that happened today where Sony accidentally leaked the, you know, the last of us remake, whatever. So that being the close off man, like, I mean, they were even addressing it as soon as Neil came on. It's just like, ah, yeah, you know, things kind of got leaked, you know, so you you could feel it watching it, how much the wind was taken out of their cells. Like it, it really did feel that way, but we got a concept art, for the Last of Us multiplayer, uh, for the game tease, which uh, Neil said we'd see more on it next year. And this is something we've heard about for what? I don't know. Literally since Last of Us Part Two came out two years ago. And it's taking place in California. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the thing that Neil kind of, th- you know, really hammered is like the ambitions for this game just grew and grew and grew. And now it's a, its own standalone release. It's no longer going to be just like, hey, it's coming to. Last of Us Part Two. It's its own game with its own story, its own characters. So, being very ambitious with this, of course, uh, got a little quick picture of the Last of Us show. Which also shout out Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker are actually going to be on the show in actual roles. So that's cool. And then, of course, the like I said, the official reveal of Last of Us Part One as they're dubbing it, which did get leaked earlier today. Like I said, uh, by Sony Direct, like you know, it was PlayStation yep. Direct, I think is what it was, leaked it out line with release day and everything. Whoops. Yeah, which like I said, took the wind out of the sails completely. You know, even though we've known about that remake, like we've heard about it and shit for a while, you know, and while like none of us are super hyped for it, if that leak never would have happened, I feel like it would have really pumped up the internet you know yeah but like since it already it it already pumped up the internet you know like six hours prior so it kind of took the wind out of the sails for the close off uh but that was like that was everything that was shown off at the you know the summer game fest couple of little niche trailers like another look at strikers and a couple other things like that um boys how you guys feeling about summer game fest this year overall i mean i feel like it was very much what i sort of expected I honestly it was a lot more gameplay stuff than I expected we were going to see, honestly. Um, it does sort of leave the fact that in less than these other shows we're going to see going into next week, still a very lackluster fall and winter lineup. Besides, this year's been mailed in. Yeah. <laughs> this year's been mailed in. It's pretty rough. Um, I mean, I'll be curious about the Alien Dark Descent because RTS Aliens game will actually be very fun, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, uh, Fort Solos actually looks very interesting, depending on what that's going to be and how story-driven, because it looks like it's going to be very story-driven. I'm going to be curious what actual gameplay style is going to be mm-hmm. based on at least the little bit we saw, I'm assuming either first or third person. Uh, Probably first person, I would think, almost, maybe, uh, with how it was. Because um, I did also notice sort of the theme with most of the games was a lot of them were very dark, suspense, horror-themed. A lot of horror and a lot of space. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> almost all of them were first person in that type of theme as well. Even Jeff made a joke about that. It's like, oh, here's another space game. <laughs> yes. A lot of space games. Um, Outriders I'm looking forward to, the expansion of yeah. it. I played quite a bit of Outriders when it first came back. I actually need to get back on and finish leveling my two subs. Um, so I'm very excited about that because that looked very good and entertaining. Mm, 
I'm curious about High Water, especially now that I know it's an adventure strategy game. Yeah. Because watching that trailer the entire time, all I could think of was, so we see him gathering people and going to these different islands, but what's the whole point of all these people we're also seeing armed with weapons? Right. <laughs> I'm just like, what's going on here? So, I mean, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, Midnight Suns, of course. I'm very, I've been big on that ever since I heard it was Ferex doing it. Uh, it. Very nice to know that Spider-Man's going to be playable in it. Very curious about the enemy bosses now that we know that other characters are being possessed, like yeah, Venom like, and yeah, Hulk. and turn like demon-like. And I also want to give a shout-out. It was confirmed, because when I was listening to it, as I'm sure everyone else, they all stopped and like, is that him? Is that him? It is confirmed that Yuri is voicing Spider-Man in this game, reprising his role from the video games. Cool. So it is the same voice actor. Yeah. Um, Neon White actually looks sort of interesting to me. I thought, once I saw the the trailer for it, because of like the the, the rabbit hole I jumped down because of how it would the the Nintendo Direct League, I thought it looked pretty cool, personally. Yeah. I mean, it looks very good, fun, fast-paced gameplay. Yeah, yeah. It literally... Dubbed itself as a speedrun game. Mm-hmm. So that would be fun to learn and all that stuff. Um, Honkai Star Rail and Zenless Zone Zero. I had actually looked into these a month back because they both have had websites up for almost two months already mm. and everything. So both of those were already on my radar. So actually seeing uh, better trailers and actually a new character reveal with the Zenless Zone Zero trailer mm. was actually very nice. Um so I'll definitely be looking and probably picking both of those up since they are by Hoyo. So they're more than likely going to be free to play, pay to gotcha. Yeah. Uh, for characters and whatnot. But not I mean, as bad as Diablo, though. Yeah, still not as bad as Diablo. So those I'll definitely be looking at at some point. Of course, Soul Hackers too. I was already watching it yeah. back there and watched that weird-ass live-action trailer when they did the announcement of that game. Yeah, yeah. And that weird shit. Um I mean, those are most of my be- bigger things, of course. Nightingale seeing a new trailer of that. I'm still interested in that. Saints Row Boss, I mean, that's nice. I probably won't touch it till August, though, because, I mean, I can make my character now, but the fuck am I going to do with that? Right. Unless there's some slight gameplay to it. You can just admire the big penis that you give it. Yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason. But, I mean, those are my big ones that sort of interest me from this show. Okay. What about you, John? Yeah, aside from, like some of the ones we've been talking about like midnight suns uh and like uh, like gotham knights and things like that uh the ones that stuck out to me uh one of the one of the first ones that kind of caught my eye was uh america american arcadia that game i don't know why that game grabbed me but i think just the way they they introed it off yeah that uh, was a very interesting way how they introed it off yeah, they introduced off like game show where like everything is being streamed and they like people vote basically vote against you and then you it's like you have to basically take <laughs> off running or like fend for yourself. I was like, you know what? That sounds that sounds interesting. And the gameplay of it, like just the running around aspect of it, and uh, I think at the end of the trailer they showed him like running across a a beam jump like jumping into a pool i was like okay yeah this this looks sick i'm down uh high water i'm i'm very interested in now i didn't kind of like you i didn't know what to make of it for like the first half of the trailer yeah and as soon as as soon as they started showing the characters like with their weapons like you mentioned i was like okay this this is starting to starting to look more interesting uh then 
the Stormgate uh, RTS game. That one, that's the one that caught my attention attention more so than uh, the Aliens one. But that might just be because I don't know the the trailer appealed to me more uh, than the Aliens one did. Kind of caught my attention more. So that one, that one I'm interested in. That one I'll be very excited when uh, when the beta comes out in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Nightingale, very interesting. That one, definitely gonna keep my eye on. Uh, and then uh, Witchfire. That one, I kind of forgot about that one until I was looking back through the list. I was like, you know what? That looks, that looks pretty sick. Witchfire, it's, I'm pretty sure it's had a definite change because the last time we saw anything about it was 2017. Really? Yeah. Mm. yeah, that one, it's like, I had completely forgotten about it. It, it came up and immediately I was like, you know what, this is... It looked it looked pretty dope. Yeah, it's like that one, that one definitely kind of pulled me in. Uh, then, I didn't, I didn't end up watching the Devolver one. Uh, showcase. I kind of just let that one happen. I I paid more attention to uh, the Day of the Devs, or if that's what it was called. Uh, and there were a few games on there that kind of caught my attention. Uh, there's a there was a puzzle game called A Little to the Left, where you're basic. It's like you're sorting through, or you're completing these puzzles of like. Uh, they start off kind of like as household chore is kind of like you're sorting like papers and pens and stuff on a table uh but from the description of it there's multiple ways to solve or there may be multiple ways to solve the puzzles and it's like they start off easy and then they're supposed to get more complex as it goes in so it just it caught my attention it just seemed like a cute little puzzle game uh there was a game i think i think you pronounce it uh naiad it's uh where you, the game is basically you're a, a river dryad that's been just been born, and you kind of just float down the river, uh, float down the river, and you can collect like, uh, being in the sunlight, collecting flower petals and that. Like you, you just grow older as you go. I didn't, I didn't get the full concept of the game, but it looked like a nice, like kind of peaceful, peaceful game that. I don't know. It, there may be something more there, but it just it looked really, just really relaxing to play. Uh, then there was uh, Roots of Pacha, which is a farming simulation game taking place taking place in the Stone Age. So you're creating like the first farms. Essentially, that's actually kind of interesting. So it it looked it looked really interesting. I mean, that is a they, game for John. They, during the during the talk of it, they they praised like uh, like Stardew Valley and that for kind of paving the way for these types of games to be more more popular. True. True. Uh, and yeah, you could see where they kind of took some inspiration from it. But I mean, it it looks it looked fantastic. Uh, and then the the last one that kind of caught my attention is a game called Birth. Uh, it's a point and click like puzzle game essentially uh, about 
basically it's the the story of the game is moving to a new city and not knowing anybody or having any friends uh so you it's like you can go you basically go around the city and kind of solve puzzles and the description of it is to is collecting bones and organs to create your own friend so you make yourself <laughs> like a skeletal friend <laughs> And this one, there Dog. there are a bunch of puzzles in it, and there's like the developer was saying there's like secrets and that like there there's secret tokens and stuff you can find to unlock secret areas and additional puzzles. So it sounds like there's a lot there. Move to a it's, new it's town. Just, it seems so weird, but I I loved it the entire time it was being shown. Move to a new town. Can't make friends. Make your own. Scrounge up bones and organs off the fucking streets and make some. Ab- Abomination in my room. Oh man, it's it's sort of full of shit is this? It was beautiful. John. Do you need to talk about something, man? No, John no, doesn't man. need to talk about anything because this game's right up his alley. What we need to talk about is what the fuck developer. Oh no, you guys you guys need to look at this because this this is a it's not as like it sounds pretty like gruesome and dark and yeah it is it has like some the overall theme of it seems to be a little dark like alex is looking it up right now yeah but i mean it's in it's in kind of like a in that like old old timey cart almost old timey cartoony art style gotcha where where it's not like i mean the like there's a there's a mouse skull on it it's like it's a it's like a cartoon cartoon version of a mouse skull where like the ears and that are still there uh on the on the skull so i mean it's it's nothing crazy it just it looks it looks one of the most different of what we saw i mean it sounds like it but yeah it it definitely stuck out to me probably the most out of uh what i saw during the day of the dev stuff So Alex, what did you get out of the all the Game Fest announcements? Okay, I have multiple thoughts. No, did I did look not, up birth. I was trying to. I did not. I I tried to start looking up birth video game. Couldn't find it. That was a poor decision to search. It was. Not going to talk about that one. It's 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 not to the same equivalent as simply looking up bully on Twitter. And finding what I found then when I was trying to find that bully news before the show. Different story. Uh, Summer Game Fest, though. So there are definitely things that, you know, stuck out to me. It's like, okay, that's cool. Okay, I've got that's caught my attention. Like, I want to check that out later on. But, like, you know, I'll start off with my thoughts for the show as a whole. I thought the show was pretty lackluster, but I don't, I don't blame like Jeff for it, for example, because like, this year has been mailed in. It's been mailed in by a lot of companies, and I feel like we saw that because, like, I'm not gonna blame Jeff for the show being lackluster. Because look at his fucking track record. Dude's got a good track record. He has connections. All right. You know it's just the, he couldn't get him this time. You know what the one real surprising thing about this show was? Nothing for Hide, from Hideo Kojima. That's true. That Nothing is, from that Kojima. Is, that is his not best even friend. A message. That is his best friend. You are right. You are right. That's kind of concerning. Is, is Kojima and Jeff okay? We might need to look into this. He's got a new friend in Norman Reedus. Oh, oh damn. Uh, but, I mean, I feel like it was a lackluster show, but I don't think that was Jeff's fault. And even going into this show, I had a feeling it was going to be lackluster when literally days before Jeff kind of reeled it in where it's just like, 
keep your expectations kind of lower, you know, like he was kind of trying to ring people in, which, you know, up before then he was hyping up the show, which, you know, you have to, you're trying to sell IMAX tickets this year. You know, you're trying to promote people to, you know, get on the show and stuff like, you know, or come in and watch. I guess what you need to do. It's marketing. I get it. But like, um, so I don't blame Jeff for the show being kind of lackluster because it's clear that, Everything has been kind of mailed in for this year. Yes. Um, so this is probably one of the, like, the most lackluster Summer Game Fest I've seen in the past few years, but I don't think it was like absolutely just terrible in every shape and form. You know, so some things that kind of like stuck out is... Just real quick, I was going to say, I'm kind of, I'm almost of the opposite opinion of you. Not that this was anything spectacular. Right, right. But I had realistic expectations going into it. Right. And I found way more out of this this show of like some of these smaller games, these like nothing, none of these big time games. These small developers creating their their kind of like their passion projects. I found more out of these out of watching these trailers and getting excited for these games than I do for some of these big AAA presentations. Right, right. So it's like for me, this was this was a fantastic show and I didn't expect it to be, I, I, I was kind of like you, I expected it to be kind of mediocre and I came, I've come out of this, like feeling like I win. Okay, we'll see. And, and there you go. You know, I went into the show with pretty low expectations because the, the man hosting it already said it a couple days ago. Once I saw him like talk, tweet that out and I saw all the reports, like Jeff Keeley saying temper your expect. I'm like, all right, yeah, this show is going to be kind of like mid tier, but I mean like, Everyone has different interests, you know what I mean? So, like, everyone can take away different things, like what John is saying, where, like, this show is an absolute win. And I will say uh, another set of genre that's going to, that, like, fans of this genre, not not only are they eating fucking good over, like, the next, like, six months, they, they were eating good today. It's just, like, the horror genre. You know, fans of the horror genre, they were eating good today. Oh, almost definitely. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, there, there's plenty there for certain types of genre. I'm just talking about as, like, a whole show. You know, I if feel like really it was a lot talk about who's side. eating good, you know who's eating good? Hmm. Fall Guys. That's... Releasing season one on all platforms. Yeah, finally. Way too late. Kind of missed the mark on that one. If that would have happened like initially, like maybe a few months after the release, whew, that would have been a hellfire. You know what I mean? But hey, shout out to Fall Guys. That was still I mean, hanging it's around. Free, it's still a fun game. It's a free to play game going on consoles. I mean, they're going to get a resurgence. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's still a fun game. Pe- people can get on there and still have a good time. I, I stand by that. But, you know, for things that I took away, though, like uh, I'm with you, Zach, on, on um, Fort Solace. You know, it looks interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing more on that. When it comes to Marvel Midnight Suns, you know, we were, me and you especially, we're already sold on this. John, I don't know your take on oh, Midnight I was, Suns. I, was, I think I'm more sold on it than you are. Okay, there you go. Uh, you know, already sold on this game, all three of us. Um, but, you know, just including Spider-Man with Yuri, so voice acting, super cool. Getting to see some more stuff involving, like, you know, what you were saying with, uh, like, villains or yes. even hero of Hulk being, like, possessed with, like, demon light. That's cool. You know, lots of cool stuff there involving that. Looking forward to seeing more before this game comes out with an actual release date now, yes. which was what October seventh. I, I think believe so. Okay, and which I'll be also very curious because how it's set up. I wonder if, depending on when their boss toys are, once you defeat Venom and Hulk, will they become unpossessed and will you acquire them? Yeah, true, true. I was kind of assuming that was that's how it's going to be, but it'll be interesting if that doesn't happen. Right. Also, uh, October is going to be a busy month. It is gonna be Slightly, a very yeah. yeah. It is gonna be a very busy month. And you know, I, whenever I saw that October seventh release, I I got kind of low key sad because I'm just like, 
damn, I'm not going to be able to play that for a few days because, boy, that's when I'm going to be on vacation. So you guys can hold down the show for me and have a great conversation and talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, Stormgate did catch my eye as well. You know, that one is one that I am looking forward to seeing more on next year. Um, Witchfire, like I've already kind of mentioned, as well as the... Um, uh, the neon white, which I already, like I already, like I said, I already kind of dove into neon white earlier today when I, when I finally actually like dove into the rabbit hole of how this email came out involving the leaked Nintendo direct. Did either of you guys watch that video? Nope. Man, nah. dude, th- this is like top tier stupidity and it's incredible. As some content creator, um, yeah, I think he withheld his name on, on his Reddit post, but he is a content creator, uh, put up the email on on reddit uh because like when he put this up he's like they didn't ask me to sign an nda which i thought was kind of weird normally i'm asked to sign an nda whatever whenever i get like a a test code to play their game and you know to get it pre-recorded for release day for the embargo whatever so he's like it's a kind of free game so he's talking about said game not mentioning said game so no one knows the neon white yet but then he actually puts the actual email and does the worst job scribbling out who it's from he, he scribbled it all out but that's the problem he just simply scribbled it all out with 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 like you know black photoshop ink so all people did was take the image reverse the contrast so they could see everything behind it and, and he, he was even like further putting more clout where he's just like oh yeah you know i've signed other ndas from other developers you know all signaling the same thing there's gonna be a nintendo direct next week ha 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 it's like how, just, how, how he, to kill how to kill your career in 30 he seconds literally just screwed over all those ndas by saying that yep yeah it, so it he, you know our, I, i've watched a couple of videos on it the one i sent you guys from rgt was probably the best yeah because rgt is just very no holds barred just says what the fuck he wants and he's just like this guy's a fucking moron because he has ruined every possibility for companies to work with him so that you know see that's how i found about neon white which was kind of funny but either way that does look cool um Goat Simulator 3. Goat Simulator is a dumb fun time, so Goat Simulator 3 will probably be a dumb fun time oh, as well. I forgot, because I did... Zach, you may have caught it. Did The trailer for Goat Simulator was basically just the Dead Island trailer. Yep, yeah. yep that's exactly and what it was. Like, a lot of people I, were the just like, started, oh. I'm like why are we, I was like, why are we watching a, a, a weird contrast and, like, Dead Island trailer? And then the goats started coming out, and I'm like... We're not. We're really not doing Goat Simulator, are we? It was and Goat it, Simulator. It started happening. I was like, "What the fuck am I looking at right now?" <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's what honestly threw me off because like Jeff Keighley started that by saying a game we haven't heard from in years, and then it started with the tying of the shoes. I was like, "Dead Island." Yes, yeah, first then, that's the same thing I did. I was like, "What are we doing? Dead Island?" What the, I, the, I was about to say I didn't expect that they were doing a reshot of the old back like 2011 trailer, and then it gets to the girl and he does the finger guns of like. Well, that's not Dead Island anymore because they didn't do that in the original trailer. And then the first goat appeared and I went, what the fuck? (laughs) I was loving it. I thought it was so stupid. It was done so well. No, uh, Goat Simulator is fun. All right, so I may play Goat Simulator 3. I enjoyed the first one. Uh, And then it was cool to see another look at One Piece Odyssey as well. You know, that's one that I still have a lot of interest in, so that was cool seeing that. Uh, And then, like I already mentioned, Metal Hellsinger caught my eye there. Nightingale, kind of curious about that. Looking forward to seeing more. Um, I don't really have a ton of, like, I don't really have a ton of hype over, like, our closeout, you know, stuff for Last of Us. Like, Last of Us Part 2, I think it's, like, lighthearted episode eight or nine. I was very critical in that game. My opinions have not changed two years later. Last of us, uh, one, 
it's okay. I don't think it's I don't think it's this masterpiece that everyone says it is. It's a good game, but it's I don't think it's a very th- good narrative. I, I don't think it's a masterpiece. But you know, so the remake, it's like, will I pick it up? Yeah, when it's on sale. Sure as shit not getting in day one. When it's on sale, I, yeah, I may pick it up. because um, I mean I enjoyed the first one more than I did the second one. Multiplayer is pretty interesting though. You know, I know we didn't see anything on, but just the idea of it, you know, yeah, yeah the look, you know, looking forward to seeing what more could come out of that. Oh, and also the little little plug, the little tease that Neil is working on a new project, Naughty Dog. Didn't disclose any information, but he is heading up a new project right now. Yes. So, uh, but those are the main things that caught my eye from the show. Um, I, I will I will ask you guys this question because this question I've I've already seen floating all over Twitter is with how this show was and how, you know, again, I, it's tough to blame Jeff because a lot of companies have really mailed in this year. But I saw, I've seen a lot of people really hold their stance that this show with it being, John, while it was great for you, the common narrative is that the show sucked. Oh, yeah. yeah I, that, I understand yeah. that, like, I am the, yes. I'm the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum from the standard for this show. So the common narrative is the show sucked, right? So a lot of people are actually sitting here saying it's like this show is further proof of why we still need E3. Because the way people look at it is that Summer Game Fest is like a two-hour mosh posh of multiple things. Meanwhile, with E3, it's multiple days, and you know exactly when X studios are going to be on. So you can pretty much guess what X studios are going to potentially do. So like, if you're a fan of Capcom stuff, you know when Capcom's on. And when you're a fan of you know this company, you know when they're going to be on. Do you, how do you guys feel towards that opinion? Because I've seen that opinion floated a lot over these past couple hours. Well, I mean, I feel like this show was maybe a bit rough. I mean, Games Fest has always been a, as people say, a mishmash of just announcements yep. and whatnot, and that's how I've always taken it. It's yep. just like I don't, I've never expected a whole showing of of the games and whatnot. As I said, this had a lot more gameplay in it than I honestly expected because I'm more expecting just trailers, showing stuff off, letting people be aware that, hey, this is out here. You're going to see it here within the next year or so, probably, give or take. I mean, E3 is sort of nice with the whole developers are going to be on it this time. Do you actually able to show stuff more concretely? But the thing about that is most of the developers and whatnot and publishers who care to do that are already also doing their own shows anyways. Yep. So, I mean, E3 has already sort of set that standard on how to do it. And all Game Fest is sort of just this start off of, hey, here's a load of stuff to show you off. Now the other developers and whatnot who care to show off more stuff already have their streams that we're already planning on talking about. Xbox, there was a Capcom one, wasn't there? Being that was announced. Yeah, I think uh, there. Yeah. yeah, I think there. Yeah, there is one announced. Yeah, Capcom, uh, Devolver Digital didn't their weird ass shit. Um, Nintendo now that's been leaked. I mean, so the ones who cared, and then Sony did their state of play couple weeks ago who cared are doing their own shows so i mean e3 having a central hub for all that stuff is nice and whatnot but we've already seen several years of places of different developers pulling out of that yeah and wanting to do their own shows anyways so i mean if developers are still willing to do go to e3 sure it's great but if we no longer have a central hub where most of the big developers are going to it meh we could probably do without it and just right. keep like a games fest thing of sort of just setting up a week of where developers choose to do their own shows or live streams. Right, right. Yeah, I 
like needing E3, I don't necessarily agree with that because, I mean, at least the past few E3s we've had, it's kind of just E3 setting the date, like always setting the date of, hey, this is when all of the announcements are going to happen. Without E3 there, I mean, like this week, we're still getting like all of our shows that we would normally get during an E3 week. Or it's like we're getting a lot of the, the big ones that we've we've gotten used to seeing. Yeah. It's just instead of it being E3 there, it's just the Summer Games Fest kickoff show. And I think people are forgetting that the Summer Games Fest that we got today is the same thing that it's always been. It's the kickoff show leading into the other announcements. It's just this year we don't seem to have the big hitter announcements that we've had in previous years. Right. It's like they've either been announced or we know they're not happening for another year is, is kind of where we're at. So this one seems like it's like this show seemed like they're looking at uh, more into, well, here's the, here's the kind of like the mediums, medium to bigger games that people are looking forward to. And then here's a bunch of small games that people are, that you may not have heard of. So it's the perspective I I feel like has been lost over time where the kickoff show has never, a, never really been about, okay, well now we're going to just deliver the biggest games we can possibly deliver. I mean, of course he wants to do that. Like Jeff Keighley wants to do that on, on his kickoff stream, but that's not what it's been about. It's been about here are some announcements leading into the big week of everybody doing their shows. Yeah. Of all the conferences. Cause I mean, yep. if you compare it to last year, we had all the same showcases and whatnot, even the Summer Game Fest. The only thing that we don't have this year is just E3 on everything. Yep. And then yeah. just sort of lining up the showcases in a, in a more timely manner. The developers and whatnot have been allowed more free reign of, hey, this is a span of time while all this stuff's happening. We'll do our show here. Yeah. It's like that's the, that's the main difference is we don't have the E3 name tied to it this year. So people, it's like a lackluster show this year when we don't have E3. People are attributing it to, like, still needing E3. It's like, no, this year just may not be the big hitter that people wanted it to be. Is all it comes down to, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, I can definitely agree to that because, like, my stance on it is, like, we don't need E3. I feel like history's already kind of proven that over the past couple of years is that we really don't because everyone's breaking. I mean, I mean, dude. Before the pandemic, PlayStation stopped going to E3. Correct. Like, I think it was 2019 or 2018 was the first year they didn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't need E3. Uh, so people saying that, I think it's just knee-jerk reaction from how the Summer Game Fest was this year. Uh, I will say I do quite enjoy the I, like the concept of E3 where it's like, you know all these schedules of like when everyone's going on. Like, that's cool. You know, so we do know. But like at the same time, you don't need E3. I just feel like that's a knee-jerk reaction um, to this year's Summer Game Fest. And, and to set, you know kind of piggyback on what you're saying, John, about it's just like this didn't really have a lot of the heavy hitters. I think that also ties into the knee-jerk reaction of this Summer Game Fest is where it's like, we're still in a lot of question of what's coming out this fall, you okay. know? Yeah. And, and that's why it's such a knee jerk reaction because we as gamers are still very much like, well, what do we have this fall? There's only a few things we know this fall, you know, like the only things I can think of is Gotham Knights, Marvel's Midnight Sun now. Cool. Uh, for spoken if that doesn't get delayed out, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, 
those are the big ones. Well, Callisto Protocol, if you're a fan of that, of course. Yes. Uh, after that, I, don't, I can't think of anything else set to come out this fall, like for sure, you know, being the October, December range. So, I mean, I just feel like it's a lot of knee-jerk reactions, but I do think that I think a lot of, um, you know, feeling of like, oh, well, this is kind of meh. I do feel like that is kind of justified. But, again, it's not Jeff's fault. You know, it's just a lot of companies have mailed this year in. Like, I, I feel like 2023 and beyond, shit's going to start popping. You know, shit is going to start popping off. for Especially, like, let's say, like, Xbox, for example. Like, I saw someone tweet about this earlier, and I thought it was the best way to sum it up. It's just, like, you know, people from the outside that are not Xbox fans need to realize that Xbox is literally on the fucking edge of what's about to be their golden years because you know, they've spent so much money on studios. They have so many games coming yes. in. You know, like, they're, like, Xbox is on the edge of what's about to become just years of greatness. You know, it's getting there. So I just feel I feel like there is a lot of knee jerk reactions. I do, uh, but I also do feel like there there is some you know valid opinions of like, yeah, well that show was kind of meh. But I, you know, also one thing that you're saying, John, about um, you know the smaller developers. That's one thing Jeff always does really well is highlight indie developers. He's done that really well at pretty much every show, Summer Game Fest, Gamescom, Game Awards. You always get a spot for indie developers, yes. and I, that that is cool. That is one thing that he does very well versus an E3. You know, because when it comes to an E3, the only time you really get a lot of indie love is really in like one of the big three presentations, Nintendo, Sony, mm-hmm. mostly Nintendo. Nintendo's really good about it as well. I mean, they have I a mean, fucking Xbox indie showcase. Has done better with yeah, they showing have. off their indie studios. Yeah. So, so that, that that is one shining point for sure is showing off uh, a lot of indie games there. But uh, just overall uh, thoughts of the game uh, Summer Game Fest, what would you give it a grade if you had to give it one? I mean, I'd give it like a six. Okay, six out of ten. Okay, okay. Uh, he said grid he said six <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh uh understanding that most people are considering this to not be a great one for me personally i'd say it's like an eight out of ten okay okay uh i'll probably piggyback on the six i, I feel like six would probably be my rating personally um now, Zach, what the hell happened at devolver digital so the Dol- devolver digital sees this week of announcements and goes okay we'll do something so in 30 minutes of a showcase, they showed off five trailers. The rest of that time was spent with this giant-ass skit they did about uh, getting a giant mech to do marketing countdown for them with no end goal, which led to some weird video game singularity where all things that were video games were slowly becoming one giant hole that uh, became Devolver Digital on top, which nothing, not shit, would never happen. Um, they even made a joke about themselves of the robot going, did y'all make that game? It's like, no, we don't make games. We publish games. <laughs> Why the fuck would we make games? Who makes games? What are the games they actually showed? So we got a trailer for Cult of the Lamb releasing August 11th, which I'm pretty sure is actually in early access because I remember hearing about it back during like the Game Awards. And it's more or less looks like a dungeon roguelite where you're a lamb making yourself a... Uh, Death God Cult, and all that fun stuff. Uh, Angerfoot, which, do any of y'all remember the film Hardcore Henry? No, I remember it. I did not watch it. So it was a f- film shot in first person, and all this fun stuff. This is what Angerfoot looked like. It was just a fast pace, kick a door open, shoot people, throw guns, <laughs> grab people, kick another door open, just fast hit and go. Game like honestly, it actually looks like a quite a bit of fun, similar to Neon Knight. Uh, just you're playing some weird 
creature that's banished up killing a bunch of gators. Um, the, it's not expected release till 2023, but they did release a demo as of today. So for anyone interested, can go actually go play a demo of it. Uh, then they showed off Card Shark, which is a game that came out last week. Because apparently they don't have enough stuff, which seems like a slightly interesting game of uh, trying to be a card shark in what looked like Renaissance era. The Plucky Squire. What's up, John? No, I was just, I was just, that sounded interesting, so I was just thinking about that. I mean, you, it's on Steam and Switch. I mean, I've looked at it. It actually looks fairly interesting because you're more or less using tricks and whatnot to stack the cards by, like, marking, using reflective services. One of you acting like a waiter and looking at the other person's card to signal the other one. Oh, I remember seeing this game before. Yeah. yeah. It actually is very interesting. And if you get caught, you have to duel people. Um, Plucky Squire, which is actually look like a very interesting game. You might actually like this, Alex. It's a look like an action adventure platformer that uses both 2D and 3D. Ooh. So, like, the trailer originally shows this squire in, like, a children's book flipping out. As it reaches the end, he just jumps out of the book and is now on a desk, and there's a bunch of enemies running around. And you're now running around the desk, and then, like, he jumps into a cup that has, like... Oh, yeah, I saw the tidbit of that. Yes. Okay, I didn't see the full trailer, but... Okay, yes, now I remember... I remember someone else sharing about that and be yeah. like, wow, that actually looks pretty dope. I mean, it actually... I mean, Devolver Digital didn't show off, but most of their games were actually seemed looked fairly interesting. Plucky Squire also slated to release in 2023 at some point. And then Skate Story, which was very interesting. I, wa- hmm? I watched the trailer for this a few minutes before we started. It, it's... Oh, I don't really know what it's about, but I mean... I couldn't... Yeah, I couldn't tell. <laughs> pretty much what it was is you're apparently some demon that's made of glass, and you have a skateboard, and you just have to skate across these different levels. And, like, with how the camera angles it, I don't know if that's how the camera's actually going to be, or if it was just done for the trailer. It almost looks like a skate promo video. It's more or less how yeah. it does it. <laughs> it was doing it, and you're just skating across stuff where it looks like... Look like um, one of the scenes seemed like it was like in France because it looked like it was the Arc de Triomphe. He was skating around and whatnot and all that fun stuff. And just as he bailed, he would just fall and just completely shatter because he's nothing but glass. <laughs> the, the beginning of that trailer was weird because it was just him. Like it, it showed him like skating towards you and he skates past you. It goes around, does like a little jump, but it's like, what the hell is happening in this <laughs> game right now? Yeah, it, it did <laughs> It's like I couldn't tell if it was if the game, like if it was like showing like this is how it starts or this is this is what to expect. I was like, you've just left me more confused. I mean, <laughs> all it really showed it's apparently going to be some atmospheric skating game. Gave no indication of any type of story besides just you're a demon made of glass, and you got to skate. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand what I was. I mean, saying, it didn't but, show really anything chasing yeah, you, or you're going towards anything. You just had to keep constantly, just keep skating, dodging obstacles, just make sure you don't bail. Yeah, I will say, <laughs> the game, like the visuals, look great. Visuals, absolutely stunning. Yeah, the visuals looked fantastic. Everything else, weird. No clue what the actual game's about, but if people who play it, it looks like it will be very visually pleasing and it's also slated to release in 2023 at some point but yeah that was devolver digital ended with the robot going back in time and as he shows up he does the fucking predator time wrist bomb 
because it resets to the beginning when it's first shown off. He just comes out and does predator wrist bombs that shit and kills everyone in the lab before the singularity <laughs> happened. And he made this wish with the last loot box coin in existence. What a what a weird skit. Yeah, Devolver Digital always does a skit every year, and they get weirder with it every fucking time. And yeah, they did as many references and cameos as they fucking could. Because it's Devolver Digital. <laughs> they honestly do not give a damn. I don't know what Alex is doing over there, but his face has got on a journey in like the last minute. <laughs> I'm watching like was, the skate the skate story. Like he he had leaned into it with watching. He's like, and I just saw him be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm just watching the skate story trailer. Oh, the graphics are very stunning. I will I will agree with you on that. I will say to add to your trailer list to watch later. I did I did post the uh, the birth trailer. Okay, so you guys can go watch that. I'm going I'm going to look at it right now. Hold on. Uh, I mean, I'm, it sounds, the, the game sounds weird. All right, already honestly, the thumbnail I'm concerned. It's just a rat in a jar. So I'm already concerned right off the bat. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it's one of the, it, that might be the game that stuck out to me the most. <laughs> I love the sound of that game. John. <laughs> John, why are you like this? I mean, if we really want to go about games that stuck out, I mean, I watched the VR showcase this morning, and I mean, they have a, Dueling game coming out where you choose different styles of sword fighting and one-on-one yeah. duels against people. That makes more sense. Yes. I was thinking card game dueling. Nope. I was trying to figure out how that was working. <laughs> <laughs> well, I play a card, and then he plays a card, and then I plays three cards... <laughs> So, Alex, from this trailer, what do you think? John, what's, what's wrong with you? It's not a weird... It's a, it's a point-and-click puzzle game. It, it, it looks fun. All right, we're, 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 we're stopping that. We're going, we're going back over here. We're stopping that one for now. We'll fall back up on that one later. All <laughs> All right, uh, last thoughts on everything, boys, from today. You know, we still got a few more days worth of uh, stuff going on. We got some stuff popping out tomorrow, just general bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what's all popping out Saturday. And then, of course, Sunday. Um, I Man, I'm going to tell you up front, I have a very strong gut feeling Sunday is going to be an absolute banger of a show. I just have a gut feeling. But we'll see. We'll see if I'm right on that. Sunday, of course, being Xbox Bethesda. Uh, But last thoughts on everything today. Um, Anything else you want to shout out from today's stuff? I mean, I got a new Humankind DLC to go mess with, so. Right on, right on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a new Outriders DLC coming out. I haven't played that game yet, so. It's a good game. I, I know. It's it's on my list to play. It's 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 there waiting for me. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> I know. It's it's there waiting for me when I when I finally decide to play it. Now there's now there's another DLC for me. It's actually a whole expansion. Or yeah, or DLC expansion. I mean. Spent it's just a bigger DLC. Well, uh, one of my last thoughts is I'm still just going to hammer on one that I let off the show with is that uh, 
you could really, really tell just how much the wind was taken out of the sails of the ending of the show. <laughs> it's like just watching it. You can tell just from the vibe between Jeff and Neil. They're just like, damn it. <laughs> like the their wind was gone at that point, bro. Um, but uh, other than that, I don't really have any other last thoughts. You know, Marvel Midnight Sun, still looking forward to seeing seeing that one, especially with the release date. You know, you know October will be a pretty good month for us. I mean... You gonna play TMNT? It's coming to Game Pass, so maybe. Since it's gonna be on Game Pass, I'm, I might, I might just download it. If wow. it was, if it wasn't yeah. for that, I probably wouldn't. I probably would not play it. I'll say it very, very bluntly. But uh, I did, I did play the old uh, TMNT games, like Super Nintendo and stuff. That was, those, those were fun. That was um, fun. Um, which, when, when does the Calabunga Collection come out? I forgot. I don't remember at this point. Okay, I'm gonna have to go look that up, but. No, I mean, I might play it since it's on Game Pass. I won't play it right right away um, just because right now I'm doing the Three Hopes demo because I'm, I'm going to do it three times uh, just to really kind of get a vibe for the game. Uh, and then got Quarry and uh, Battle League. So, but yeah, I, I might play it. We'll see. I like TMNT games. I haven't All played right. them in a long time, but I do like TMNT games. Um, I, think they, I, think that, I think that'll do it for today's show. Um, of course... Next episode, um, you know, will come out on Saturday, which that will be episode 90. And that episode will more or less kind of be like our normal show, you know, because we'll, we'll talk about multiple things. You know, we'll talk about, you know, um, you know, the quarry, of course, Mario Strikers Battle League, give full thoughts on the Three Hopes demo. Uh, I'm going to chat a little bit about Sonic Frontiers. It's more stuff come out this week. Uh, and there was a couple other things I think I had lined up. I don't remember what. I'm going to go back and look. And then Sunday, we'll release episode 91 um, for Xbox with that showcase. And episode 92 will probably come out sometime next week as well um, for whatever happens with Nintendo if they do something. We'll see. It, I would say it really depends on how how much of a banger that show is, is if we do an extra episode. Because, you know, we could just follow up with it on our normal Saturday episode. So that's a we'll see. But we for sure have 90 coming out Saturday and 91 coming out Sunday. Both coming out the day we recorded. So look forward to that. Uh, with that said, I'll hit the music and we'll get out of here. Boys, last thoughts? Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe button to help us build this community. And you can definitely hit that bell to let you know whenever we end up uploading the rest of these videos for this game announcement week that we are having. Thank you very much. Yeah, you made it to the very end. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll be we'll be around quite a bit this week and weekend. So uh, hopefully you'll come back and see us for some of these other episodes we're doing. Lots of episodes. Great time of the year for us. Great time of the year for gamers in general. And next year will be very very interesting because next year is going to have almost like a uh, WCW WWF sort of vibe. You know what I mean? It's going to be E3 and Summer Game Fest going head to head since Summer Game Fest is doing in person show as well. It's going to be a nice little head-to-head there. Going to be looking forward to seeing that for sure. Uh, as well as looking forward to seeing all the rest of the announcements over these next few days. Xbox, Bethesda, uh, you know, looking like Nintendo Direct and whatever else is going to pop out. Do everything they said more. Check us out our website, sparky3.com. Merch store, sparky3shop.com. Check out the other shows like Animan Plus, Terrible Football Show, Talk About Movie Stuff, and Spark Bark. With Terrible Football Show, we do have a new episode coming out here very soon. So stay on the lookout for that. Uh, with that said, uh, see you guys in a couple days. Bye.